Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. And boy, is there a need to understand the relationship of COVID-19 and dementia, because there's a lot of demands being placed on folks to do X or to do Y. And it's like, well, if you can't do it with a toddler and you can't do it with a grade school child and you're having trouble with a teenager and I have somebody whose brain is dying, more than likely they will not be able to follow the guidelines on their own. So we're going to have to figure this out. Now, I, I've heard uh, horror stories, and, and, I, and I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, uh, but horror stories of, of care aides not being able to go into a house, they're sick themselves, their family says, no, you can't go because you're going to expose yourself and our children. For a variety of reasons, the, the resources that we've grown accustomed to simply are not there. You could probably still get your meals to, uh, on wheels because they'll drop things at the doorstep if they can. But <laughs> you might find yourself on a desert island with just not the most ideal roommate. Yeah. I mean, we have two situations. We have people who are early in their dementia and have lived alone and had been managing fine because they have all kinds of social networks and they go out to stuff and they're still they're still quite functional. But they do rely on the community support that they have uh, and the ability to easily go in and out. And now we're asking them to develop new patterns of behavior because that can be quite quite challenging. So if you have a person that's living with dementia and you're a distant support, ooh, that's pretty stressful. But if you're in the house with someone um, and they are not recognizing the risk in the same way that, that the world is recognizing the risk, boy, are you in a tough place. Um, because if they had a pattern of behavior that's in, out, and about, and meeting different people, and going and doing different things, and now we're saying, yep, no, you're going to have to stay here, and that's all there is, and it's just you and me, Joe, um, what we're both going to find is that's not going to work well for you or for me if we don't do some shifting and changing. Um, it's just not going to be possible to take on 24-7 alone or even with one person who can only be there a very limited amount of time due to restrictions. And they're, they're all kinds. For, for people who are familiar with the GEMS, and, and forgive our listeners who we just don't have time to sort of dive into that right at this moment, but for people who understand the GEMS and, and say you're at home and you're, you're looking after an emerald relative, you know, uh, or or um, an amber. This this could be the longest period of your life because every demand is going to be placed on your skills. It's it's not for the faint of heart, and and people have to reach out. Yeah, and so finding the support you need to be a support because being a twenty four seven person, nobody can be a twenty four seven person. You need sleep, and if you don't get sleep, then actually your abilities to cope deteriorate so rapidly that both of you are going to crash and burn. I mean, there's just no way around it. So if the person has higher need because they don't get why they can't do the things that you've been doing and there's a rhythm and a routine to it and, and you get breaks from them because you had done a good job of building your network and your support. And so you had time away and all that, and it gets taken away from you. Um, it's a pretty hard hit 
and for it to last a couple days is one thing. For it to last three, four weeks. And many people then have other responsibilities they're trying to carry on. Well, so some think, people are saying, Tifa, that it could go on as long as two, oh, maybe even three months. Exactly. Because of this, you know, this threat of transmission, we don't know too many things. And so people are feeling on hold. And that's one thing when you have two cogent individuals who can negotiate, okay, so here's what's going to happen. We're going to do this. You're going to do this. I'll go here. You go here. I'll go in. You go out. This is, we'll clean these surfaces and then, you know, leave them alone. And, you know, that's not going to happen. And so the idea that I need help, I will need help. I need a place to talk. I need a place to vent. I need a place to relax. I need a place and I need a person. Um, then the virtual world becomes incredibly important and finding out really accurate information about what makes sense and what doesn't make sense for the person you're trying to help will save you a lot of grief, but it'll also lift your sense of competence up, which is essential when you're it. (laughs) What sort of supports can people find through positive approach? Well, we have certainly, you know, recorded webinars. We also have mentors. We have some free consult, and then we have some additional support consult. We even have me doing consults for an hour for folks who are just really struggling. And then we have our uh, caregiver support series online, which could be a great starter place for people who are just sort of realizing, yikes, Uh, This is a lot, and I just need a place where I need to see other faces. So, um, you know, being able to go ask questions and and get answers. So we are are doing a lot of YouTubes. We're doing a fair amount on Facebook, um, but we are also open to individual questions. A lot of communities do have some sorts of supports that are are offered, crisis lines, if all else fails. Talk to somebody, but if you need the expert help, yeah, pick up the phone and and, uh, inquire about the free consultation because what can it hurt? Free is a good price. Free is a good price. And we don't just have anybody on there. We have some really skilled folks. Um, And we also recognize sort of there are different needs out there and And sometimes we can identify, like today, I think I had someone who um, hadn't thought about her mother's sister becoming a resource for her mom on Zoom. If she could set the Zoom up and then cue cue her aunt on what to talk about, then that would let her get some work done while her mom talked to her aunt as long as she put it on speaker view. Because if she gets it on speaker view, then mom gets sucked into the conversation. If that doesn't happen, then mom gets confused about, why am I on the TV? (laughs) There are some things that most of us in today's techno age have access to, and that's some music. If nothing else, start there. Yeah, and there's all kinds of resources for that. But again, when you're feeling overwhelmed, the last thing you want to do is go and seek out all this stuff. So again, just getting up with us and say, you know, what are like three possibilities for music? Okay, well, let's look and see because we have some. Um, Or we can direct you to where people do have them because we do know that music, poetry, prayer, um, for many people, this is a special time of the year. And so giving people some virtual options to celebrate um, their faith can give them a sense of community and give you a sense of community, too, if that's something you do. So where where do I get a hold of all of this information? 
Start by going to info at tipasnow.com or call our 800 number because somebody will be there. You can chat online. So if you wanted a sort of immediate thing, then chat online and you'll get an email back. You can email, you can call, um, but check in with us. Tipa, thank you very much. And keep up the good work. It's, it's going to be a long struggle, it appears. Oh, I'm, I'm afraid it's going to take us a while. So thanks, Greg, for, for doing this and for uh, being willing to help out.